The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Good morning. Happy Friday. Thanks for joining us today and thanks for uh, being along, coming along this journey with us as we walk through the Word of God. And we're glad you're with us. Hope you had a great week and I'm, aren't you glad it's Friday I uh, get some time to rest and get into the weekend, and thankfully it's going to be looks to be a beautiful weekend. But we're glad you're with us today and taking a few minutes out of your day, wherever you are at the moment, watching this or listening to this. We greatly appreciate just being part of your life. Uh, if you're following us in Scripture, we are in the book of Second Corinthians, Second uh, Corinthians chapter number four. I'm gonna I'm gonna do something first. I've done this a couple of times. I'm gonna go to the very end verse. Um, it kind of really sets the mindset of everything else we're going to look at. Kind of Paul says in these, in, in, actually we're going from verse 14 down to 18. In verse 14, 15, 16, and 17, Paul says he's able to do certain things. He's able to look at the world and, and have a perception and a perspective that is different and able to see certain things biblically. And then he kind of concludes in verse 18, why? Why can he have that mindset? We talked a little bit about this yesterday, but let's go ahead and start in verse 18 so we can get the mindset of Paul, and then we can go back and see how that applies to life. Verse 18, he says, While we look not on the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. Uh, we talked about phrases like having eternity's values and views and things of that nature, but really it is. When, when you look at the world and life, from simply the material temporal perspective. And that's all you can see. All you can see is I've got to pay my bills and I've got to do this and I got all the things the world demands and they are demands. You have to pay your bills. You've got to, and inflation is making that harder. You've got, you know, then, you, then you've got your children to take care of and you've got food and you've got, uh, you know, keeping your work. There's just, a, you know, worrying about the stock market, retirement. There's a lot of things that demand, that legitimately demand your attention. But if that is the only thing, your, your only perspective are these things that demand your attention, it can become overwhelming, it can bring to discouragement, and you can say, man, well, it just can be overwhelming, is really where it comes to where, as a Christian, we look beyond that. So let me give an example. As a Christian, we say, I'm going to put a portion, 10% of my income back in the offering plate, back to God so that he can use it, and then I'm going to trust God to, to flourish the other 90% that I have. And you say, well, if, if your perspective is temporal, all you can do is see paying the bills and taking care of this, 10%, that's ridiculous. That, that's idiotic. If you see things eternally, well, I'm taking the time I have in this earth to invest into eternity. Well, that's an investment. That's future. That actually makes sense. But it completely comes down to your perspective. When you go through hard times, and you can see Jesus through it. You can see the eternality of it. You can see that the loved one that is struggling passed away is in heaven. And you can see how their life, is, their return is now coming in heaven. You can see all that. Then how you respond to this, like the Bible says, you sorrow, but not as those who have no hope. Your, your, your response is different simply because your perspective is eternal. This is not the end. And I, I do feel bad for those who believe this is it, because then you do have to come back and say, he who dies with the most toys wins. You have to see it that way. But if you can look beyond this and say, this is a temporal staging point for me, for I get to spend eternity, well, then it changes everything. What I do here is investing into eternal, 
It has not, it's little to do. That's why I put my time into serving and, and reaching out, ministering, and, and hopefully reaching the laws. And th- this is why we can have that focus. It's different because of the eternal perspective. Well, let's take a few minutes and work through these verses and see what Paul was saying, why that eternal perspective was better. Verse 14, because knowing that he which raised up the Lord Jesus shall raise up us also by Jesus and shall present us with you. So he's saying that even if we were to die, Jesus, just God, just like he raised Jesus from the dead, because Jesus conquered to death, he's going to raise us. And we will spend eternity in heaven. So we've got the eternal perspective that worst case scenario, our trials bring us to the point of death, which we know what Paul ultimately did. That's okay, because that's not the end. And so you go to the worst case scenario and say, well, God's going to bring us to heaven. That uh, We're okay with that. Verse 15, for all things are for your sakes, that the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. So the things that have happened, you talk about the battles they're going through, this struggle, the turmoil of ministry, because it's for your sake, that you would recognize the grace of God, that you would see God's um, provision, you would see God's delivery, you would see us living in light of the grace of God in the midst of these times, and it's for you, that you would be able to see God's glory, you'd be able to see God's work, you'd be able to trust in God in all of these times. And so the things that are happening, he started off in 2 Corinthians 1, the uh, first chapter of this verse, he says, um, he comforts us that we might be able, with that comfort, to be able to turn on and comfort others. When we endure things in our life, God allows us to use those as opportunities to comfort other people. We have a knowledge, we have an experience that only comes when we've gone through something and we've seen God's hand work there. So then we can sit down with someone else and say, I know that what you're going through is miserable. I know it's very complicated. It seems impossible. But I can tell you from experience, God will work through this. And we have an ability to comfort. Sometimes you're simply saying, having gone through this, I know that I just need to keep my mouth shut and just sit here and listen because that's what I needed at that time. But it's in that experience. And so others watch God's grace work in the lives of some and they find confidence in God through that. And he goes, so when you have an eternal perspective, you can see how God can use this. And we think sometimes that God uses trials like, okay, Lord, if you put me through this trial, but you're gonna make me wealthy. Okay, I'm good. You put me through this trial or I'm going to be perfectly healthy and blessed. You don't know the fact. He's saying, he's not saying that. He's saying, when I go through this trial, it might even take my life. But if it brings glory to God and you see that, well, that's all really that matters. Uh, verse, um, Verse 16. For which cause? For this cause, for the glory of God, we faint not. But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. So for the cause of the abundant grace given to others, for the cause of the glory of God, we don't fate. We keep going. No matter how hard the turmoil is, we keep going. And here's what he says. But though our outward man perish, he could be, though our outward man deal with the physical struggles of our turmoil. All right. So the inward man is renewed day by day. Now you can see a lot of things. As I get older, and all my body just doesn't recover like it used to. Getting out of bed's a little more complicated. Exercising doesn't, you know, you can do it, but you don't. It takes longer to get back in, in into shape. It takes longer to be comfortable. When you do get sore, it takes longer to recover. All, and that's, that's normal. But then you go, think about the persecution they endured. He said, even through persecution, if our outward man is beaten, if our outward man, we sit in these prisons, and our outward man, the physical body, becomes weaker. That's okay. The inward man is strengthened. He said, though physically I might be getting weaker, spiritually I'm getting stronger. And in that, I'm okay with that. 
I'm okay with that. Again, the eternal perspective. If life is only about what happens here, and this is the end, this is it, then you're going to see all these things as absolutely miserable. Why would I invest my life into nothing? But if you recognize that this is such a fraction of a second in heaven, not even that long, of all that is for us in eternity. And what I do now is where I get all my rewards in eternity and I live eternity based upon that. He goes, I'm just gonna keep going, I'm okay with that. Because my inward man, the part that's important grows. That's the part that will enjoy reward. That's the part that will see the blessing. And my outward man is just a body, that physical body is just a way to get me to that point. Again, it comes with perspective. Verse 17, for our light affliction, Catchy says light affliction. By the way, it wasn't light affliction, but he sees that perspective. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us a far more exceeding and eternal weight of glory. So it's not light affliction. They're going through persecution. He goes, but he calls it light affliction. We're still alive. We're okay. He goes, it works, but for a moment. It's, it's, it's a long time. But again, the perspective is eternal. So yes, this may take months or weeks, maybe years or whatever it is that I go through this, but it's a moment because I'm looking into eternity or I'm looking at 80 years of the life that I might have down here. So I suffer a little bit for a couple months or a couple years. I got 80 years. That's light. And again, it comes down to perspective. If we think everything's supposed to be easy and grand and fine, a year of suffering, we've lost a year and we can see the battles. He goes, this light affliction, God's given us grace. It's light in comparison to what it could be. It works, it's just for a moment, it works for us, a more exceeding weight of eternal glory. Why? He says, because while we look on the things that are in our, while we look not on the things which are seen, the temporal things, but at the things which are not seen, eternal. For the things which are seen are temporal, the things of the world, the material things that, that are needful, that are necessary, these things are temporal. If we put all of our hope into them, they will disappear. They might even disappear before we die. We know the volatility right now of even the banking system. All of that is temporal. That's where we put our hope. We will find ourselves in despair. He says, but the things which are not seen are eternal. As Christians, we should be able to look beyond the concerns. Now, don't get me wrong. The concerns are valid. But they should not destroy us because we look to eternal. God is, God's, God's going to take care of these things for us. We need to be concerned about investing our time into those. See, if you're so busy investing your time into the things that are temporal, then you don't have the time to invest in eternal. And God says, you worry about eternal. you got to do your part. you got to go to work. you got to take care of your family. you got to live within your budget. You have to do all the things that God has given you the ability, knowledge, and instruction in Scripture to do. And then you've done everything you can. Then you've got to make sure that you put your time. See, some people are like, well, I want to make money. I want to get promoted. And there's nothing wrong with that. Those are wonderful things as long as they don't get in the way of God. So my suggestion is work hard, give that extra time to God, and let him bless both. And watch what God can do, because I believe he will. Well, thanks again for joining us on this Friday morning and uh, finishing up this chapter of Corinthians with us. Uh, hope you'll join us again next week, Monday, as we pick back up here in 2 Corinthians chapter 5. I do appreciate the opportunity to be part of your day. I hope it's an encouragement. I hope it points you to Jesus and helps you to see that he's doing something great in your life. Thanks again for joining us today. We look forward to seeing you again on Monday.